Microphone check, microphone check. One, two, one, two. Where are we? Who are we? Welcome to the Stalo podcast. Whoo! Halloween weekend. Um, we are recovering. Real quick, real quick to the recovery. Take a shot to the recovery. <laughs> a whole lot of toxic boy activities this weekend. Yes, <laughs> We're kidding. But yeah, my name is Anthony Barrara. I am your host. <laughs> also joining me is co-host Samaj Melson. Ooh, smash belly, baby. Please don't forget the baby. Glad to be back. Took a big shot of Jack and it's hit. <laughs> that was strong. Also joining us is co-host James Mena. What's up, guys? Let's get it. That's what I'm talking about, man. We're over here trying to recover, but we had a great week of NFL action, so let's get into it, man. First things first, the most important thing happened over this week, which was the Chargers fucking lost. Amazing. That's great for us. That is the excellent Raiders. for us. The Raiders are now first place in the AFC West at 5-2. Yeah. and two. Whole game up. Love to see it. I'm going to tell you guys like this. Two weeks ago, I did not see this happening. Definitely did not. The Chargers were looking elite. But the Chargers aren't prone to falling off and falling apart. But it didn't. It did not look like it was going to happen this year. They definitely looked like they were a well-old machine at one point. When they beat us, they looked like an elite team. That was probably their best game of the season. Facts. They definitely or at least one strong. of them. Yeah. yeah, at least one of them. Top three for sure. For real. It's yeah. not number three. It's great to see the Raiders at the top of the top of the heap. Um, I'm more surprised more at the the Chiefs. I envision them are honestly like leading the race by this point, but that has just not been the case. I mean, it might just be a case of them not necessarily getting too much better, like thinking that it's just going to keep working with, with the pieces that they have. And honestly, it didn't seem like it wasn't going to keep working, but after the season, it's like, okay, maybe they need to make some changes. Because honestly, I feel like they invested a little too much in the offensive side of the ball. And because their defense was good enough to win a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, they assumed that it was going to be able to keep up. But it looks like they just get exposed week in and week out, and they need to make some changes. When you know you've I mean? won as much as Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have, Mm-hmm. You're given a certain leash, right? A certain cachet, certain credibility. If things start to go a little wrong, you're given the benefit of the doubt. And up until now, the, the narrative has been it doesn't matter how many, if they lose early games because they can just run off the rest of the season and it won't matter. Do you think that's still the case? I think it's somewhat of the case because it's still possible, but their defense is looking so lackluster and that teams are just picking them apart that I feel like, I, I think I've said it before, I feel like they're going to dig too big of a hole. And they won't be able to come back out of. They're definitely not looking like they can go back to the Super Bowl this year. It definitely looks like a team will take them out if they can make it to the playoffs. Yeah, it's looking very vulnerable for them right now. Because they just won. They just won today. But if they lost today, I feel like they were one or two losses away from being like the season's over with. It's a wrap. You know what I mean? I think six losses plus early season. You really have to ooh. start looking at, like, we paying this guy a lot of money at quarterback. Like, the Cowboys did it last year. When Dak went hurt, they weren't using Zeke like that. Amari's production went down. Everybody's production went down. I mean, obviously, Dak is a huge factor in that, but they definitely didn't use those players as crazy, especially Zeke. So, you know Here's what I mean? Here's question. Like, if it got to the point where you have to push that fucking abort ejecto cedo button, do you just bench Mahomes for the rest of the season? Do you just protect the investment, or do you risk I mean, him getting hurt? In a lost season, I think you definitely was definitely the most at fault. Definitely bench him. You definitely bench him. You cannot risk that guy getting here. If there's no chance for you to get to the playoffs, or it's looking really, really slim, this team is not going to win the Super Bowl. So 
I mean, I mean, at this rate, at this rate, like, let's say they make some crazy changes. but It makes me think back to when, like, the Lakers were, like, eliminated from playoff contention and they just shut LeBron down for the rest of the season. Oh, we're talking like, about shit. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I mean, no, but that's a very exactly similar, similar situation. situation. But I honestly think it's more severe in Mahomes' case. Definitely. Because, He's you know making what I mean? a lot more mental mistakes than LeBron was. Well, not even just that. Just to the point where he is the quarterback of the team. Like, yeah, the Lakers would definitely... That particular Lakers team would not be anything without LeBron. But this Chiefs team, basically, like, their whole franchise depends on this guy. You know what I mean? Like, for the next, like, almost years. And that's a years. risk you run when you... Like, it's a blessing and a curse getting a generational talent like Mahomes. Because when you get him, you, put, you go all in on him. And they have. Yeah, you have to. I mean, they got a championship already, so the return on the investment has already cashed in. But at the end of the day, they definitely want another one. And it's possible for them to get there, you know what I mean, if they keep this team intact. But they definitely need to add on. the. They need to beef up on the defense, basically, is what I'm saying. Bet. Let's keep it moving, though. Um, Jameis Winston tears his ACL. Uh, man, so tragic. Because I recently said, like, they're my favorite team to watch. That's not the Raiders. You know what I mean? They're just fun. It's a, it's a fun story. Like, I loved it. I love seeing Jameis being successful, having a good time in New Orleans. You know what I mean? He played in Florida State. He was, you know, from the I don't, I mean, I don't know exactly what part, but playing in Florida State, when you're from the South, it's just a different type of love out there. So him playing in New Orleans and uh, getting a start out there was amazing to see. And them winning was tremendous. But um, they got the dub and they dominated. But, like, seeing him go out for the year, like, that's terrible. Like, he was doing really good. Like, I mean, compared to the years of people talking about when he had those 30 interceptions or whatever, it was nowhere near that this year. He was doing great. So It was like reinventing hurts. himself. It was fucked. It hurts. It really sucks. Even as a Raider fan, man, it hurts because it was fun to watch, man. But Definitely. The Jets humble Joe Burrow and company. Mike White. No cigars. I, I, somebody who... Probably nobody in this room could have named a week ago. Mike White is not black. <laughs> <laughs> the man threw for 400 yards. I thought his name was Mike Jones, man. He's going off. That's crazy. Yeah, he threw for R. So he was the first 400-yard uh, passer for the Jets since like 2000, bro. The year 2000. That's over 20 years. That's nuts. Here's a question. You're the Jets, right? And you, you have this kid, Zach Wilson. Oh. He's your first-round pick, right? This is the guy you no, think is going to be the guy. Not even just that. Wasn't he the second pick overall? Yeah. The second <laughs> pick overall in the draft. And you have this guy on your fucking practice squad come up. And then just blast. 400 yards an, on the— An AFC contender. Fucking Bengals who we just fucking— uh, Who like just crowned, annihilated the Ravens. We just crowned them as fucking contenders, and they're going to lose to the fucking Jets. <laughs> and this fucking Mike White. What the fuck, man? Like, that is crazy. <laughs> Look, excuse my French, but I'm like, that is nuts. This guy came out of fucking nowhere. Oh, man. It's, it reminds me of, like, uh, I think last season, right, when the Raiders were at the peak of their hype, like, at that 6-3, and three, and then they went up against the Falcons and got molly-whopped. You know what I mean? Like, that was so demoralizing. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? But I feel like uh, the Jets... For the Jets, it's the opposite side of the spectrum. Like, this could actually change their season. They're not going anywhere this year, but it looks like they might have a couple more Ws to keep starting this guy. For real, honestly. Like, honestly, that was whole, like, it changed the whole team, the morale and everything. And that tells me, like, Do man, you start they're really him not fucking I mean, like, you start him for the first time. Well, future. first of all, uh, Wilson's hurt. Yeah. But you're starting him, bro. Like, but if homie holds it down, what's the like, word? You know? Was the what's, second. what's the word? <laughs> he, I mean, he could be the starter for the rest of the year, and that's not going to hurt Zach Wilson's legacy or whatsoever, but... Because he has so much time, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, damn, you really picked this quarterback number two and you had this guy on your fucking bench. Like, that's nuts. You really slept on homeboy. 
It took like, home. how many other dudes on the fucking bench are that nice? Like, how are you on the bench and that nice with it? Like, I don't feel like there's any other bench warmer in the NFL that's going to throw I'm gonna 400 tell you right yards. Now, Mike against White, the Bengals. you better not pay for another drink in New York again. Yeah, shout out to Mike White, man. For real. Big Mike White. Jets fans, let's be honest. You did not know if you were getting another dub this season. <laughs> this man just put a, on a show for you guys. Yeah, that's, that's 20 a highlight years. Reel for the over year. 20 years. No 400-yard passes. I'm glad you guys got it. You guys deserve better. Looks like Mike no, White they, might they be really the No, they really don't. You're funny. <laughs> let's finish it off with Packers dethroning the Cardinals. The Cardinals are no longer undefeated. I have... An apology to make to the Packers because honestly I didn't think they were that legit. But beating the Cardinals shows that they actually might be able to win the Super Bowl this think year. They're more we, of a contender than I was giving them credit because I didn't really, I really didn't think Aaron Rodgers gave a fuck. I think if we rewind the tape, I I did say on a previous episode that if the Packers and the Cardinals played, the Packers would beat the Cardinals. You did, and I and I feel like I, I don't know if I disagreed or agreed, but I, I definitely, definitely disagreed. Feel, I have to relook at the tape because I feel like. I said the Cardinals can beat the Packers, but I didn't say that they're like gonna guarantee to beat the Packers. And it wasn't like not a close game. You know what I mean? It was close, but yeah, the Packers won. And uh, yeah, no, they definitely did. They definitely did. I'll definitely not take that away from them. But I feel like you know what I mean. That game could have went either way. The Packers got the W. Shout out to them. And they're more of a contender that I did give them credit for. Like if they're gonna win the Super Bowl, it has to be this year. Right. Rodgers is gone after so but it didn't look like it was going that way but you know right now they definitely you, look on pace Aaron Rodgers is on his last damn well. shit right now I mean we'll and see the man. rest of the NFL better fucking watch out because that man got rocked and still threw for a fucking touchdown you saw that play right the one that became a meme well I saw the meme <laughs> but no Aaron Rodgers is definitely doing his thing man um it's good to see that the package are actually better than I thought. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, I love being right. No, With that being said. That's the first time this whole show. <laughs> I don't know how many episodes we've had. Uh, <laughs> it's been segment one. And we are out. Welcome to segment two of the Stay Low podcast. Now we're going to touch on something that was a blockbuster trade in the NFL that happened today. Von Miller is a Los Angeles Ram. This is blowing my mind. Like, I was praying and hoping that one day he'd end up on the Raiders. You know what I mean? Because honestly, it happens in Madden a lot when I let it happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? In, in franchise mode. But he is a Ram, which is telling me that the Rams are actually all in. They are all in. He got traded, for in my opinion, you know, a bag of chips. You know what I mean? Two, a second round pick and a third round pick, was it? Yeah, second and third round pick. That's disrespectful. It's yes. disrespectful as fuck. I mean, I feel like it's actually respectful, not because he's only worth that, but because the Broncos want to send. Uh, the Broncos sent him to literally a contender. They sent him to a literal contender is what I meant to say. You know what I mean? They sent him to a literal contender. Yeah, they could have done you know it dirty I mean? and sent him to, like, Miami or some shit. Oh, I'm fucking dead. But, like, you know what I mean? It was first for, for first-round picks. But that was impressive that um they were they did that as a franchise because, you know what I mean? I feel like they could have got more if they just waited and, you know, held on to him. But at the end of the day, they did get something for him. You can find some gems in the second and third round for sure. And now they have an extra pick in both, which is <laughs> nice. But Von Miller Von is Miller in the amazing, second and third round? You never know. But at the end of the day, it's, it's mostly unlikely. You know what I, I mean? Know. It's probably unlikely. But at the end of the day... They did move on, which I did not see coming this season. Even with them losing this year and it's not looking good, I did not see them moving on from Von Miller this season. Not like this. I thought he was going to leave in free agency, yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, he I don't know if he was traded. too happy about it because he seemed like he was happy in Denver. You have to think, like, he was drafted there. He became a star there. He has a house there. He has kids there, I'm sure. You know, a family situation. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the season, out of nowhere, out of I the blue. I completely understand home- what you're saying, but... Let's be real. You're moving from 
Denver, Colorado. To Los Angeles. That's you're moving from a losing franchise that you took to you helped take to a Super Bowl is not going anywhere right now to a, a franchise that can possibly win a Super Bowl right now. I'm saying and you're gonna be a big part of that. I might have to walk some of that Rams hatred back a little At bit. At the end of the career. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got a real good chance to like Michael Strahan this out where you go to a place where you can get maybe a couple of rings, you know? Like honestly, the Rams now that they've acquired Von Miller, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> They're looking good, bro. They've been looking good. That defense was top ten, top five last year, and like, now they just added Von Miller, presence, who is still man. doing work. You know what I mean? Still a feared man in that defensive side of the ball. I still, uh, God, yeah. No. But all right. So moving on from that, though, not completely, but we're still going to be touching on the Rams. But moving on from Von Miller, because like, let's keep it a bean. He is on the team now. That is an addition. The Rams were already very, very good. So now the Rams are all in. Are they the favorites to win the Super Bowl? I picked them earlier on in the season before Von Miller joined. How do you guys feel about that situation? Because I haven't left that. I still do think that there are other teams that can win a Super Bowl this year. Just brought up the Packers because I didn't think they could, but I, the I way they played, you know what I mean? There's a couple other teams, but I still feel the Rams are the most complete. Van, Von Miller cements the Rams in top three. I still think the Packers and the Bucks would beat them in a game. Oh, really? That being said, if they played the Cardinals... They would most likely beat the Cardinals. I feel like the Rams can beat the Bucks. I feel like the Packers might have the best chance to beat the Rams. At Listen, this point. Matthew Stafford is second in the league in passing yardage. But you know Devontae who's, Adams you know who's number Tom one? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, but you saw how he played today. You saw how he played today, baby. All right, well, well, time out, time out, time out. First of all, I've never talked like that in my life. Second of all, second of all, you know what I'm I mean? Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, okay. He's off the gentleman jacket right now. We're gonna let it fly, you know what I mean? Uh, but anyways. Oh, uh, you saw how he played today. You saw what happened when he was on the Patriots and they went to the playoffs and they lost to the Titans. It's possible for him to, like, you know what I mean, fall off a cliff in yeah, a game. It is it's true. possible. You it know ha- what I mean? It has happened. He won the Super Bowl last year. No one's going to be fucking pissed if he doesn't win it this year besides some Bucks fans. You know what I'm saying? So it is possible for him not to win a game in the playoffs and lose because once you lose, you're out. You know what I mean? Honestly, no matter what. I'll say this there are probably more Tom Brady fans out there than there are Bucks fans out there. Oh, 110%. And that's facts. 110%. Even when this, with the one Super Bowl year they had, like, for sure. 110. But, you know what I mean? What I'm saying is, like, I do feel like the Rams can beat the Bucks, But it wouldn't blow my mind if the Bucks beat the Rams. But I I do feel like the Rams are a more complete team than the Bucks. But I'll the say Bucks this. Are their ultimate well. competition is going to be the Packers. Packers and the Bucks for sure. I agree with you there. Uh, but, that being said, though, they've really put themselves in position to really get a play at it. But you already kind of answered my next question because my next question was who's the biggest threat, and it looks like the biggest threat to them is going to be the Bucks and the Packers for sure. But I do feel like they can beat the Bucks. I'm not saying they can't beat the Packers, but I feel like the Packers might the match Packers, up a little bit to better. To me, would against present them. the biggest challenge. You know what I mean? I just feel like you know Devontae would really have a day because he kind of got in Jalen's head the last time they played. He did. You know what I mean? Tough. You know what I mean? He really did. So I feel like that would be intense, and I really hope we get to see that in the playoffs. You know what I mean? I'm loving the energy of the show. I think and this season gonna be, of football has been really, really good so far, to be honest. I oh mean, it's been amazing. I mean, it, it definitely benefits us that as like, Raider fans, we're 5-2. and two. <laughs> I, uh, I saw, I, I was watching the Cowboy game last night at a Halloween party. And, uh, the Cow- and like, I, t- I was talking to a Niners fan, and I was like, hey, man, you guys didn't deserve what happened to you guys this season. I mean, the same thing plagues the Niners every year. It's injuries, bro. And honestly... I did kind of give them some shit for drafting Trey Lance the way that they did because they gave up a fucking lot, man. Like, you know what I mean? They gave up a lot. But Jimmy G is definitely starting not to look like that guy. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that 
I thought he was amazing, but I didn't think he was that bad. You know what I mean? He had some good. Uh, Who's supposed to be Brady's replacement? Yeah, I mean that was never gonna happen. Yeah, he, they did go eleven and five <laughs> that year, so it did look like that that one year. That was a team. But yeah, <coughs> that was Belichick. Honestly, yeah, that shit was nuts. That shit was nuts. Jimmy G's not a bad quarterback, but he's not great either. I think Derek Carr's a lot better than him, and it and it's so funny because y'all look at Niner fans nowadays, and I'm just like, guys, if I would have asked you a year ago or two, or even like a couple months ago, who's better, Jimmy or Derek? You guys would have laughed at me and said Jimmy right away. So hey, that's how I know quick, a lot of you guys are. All of those people coming off of a bye week, guess who's number four in passing yardage in the NFL? Mr. Derek Carr. Yes, sir. Great uh, touchdown to interception ratio right yeah, now. And you need to get those touchdowns up. It's looking a little mediocre right now. Everyone's fucking around with 17, 18s. He's fucking around with 12 right now. Come on. You know what I mean? But that's Derek Carr. Yeah, it's Derek He's about Carr. efficiency and winning the game. Facts. You know what I mean? Well, he doesn't. Josh Jacobs run two of them in. You know what I'm saying? That's usually what happens. You know what I mean? Or Drake gets one on some random shit. You know what I mean? But I would love to see Josh get I just I, we all want to see Derek Carr throw for like thirty something touchdowns, but he hasn't been doing that since like his rookie to sophomore year. I mean his rookie year he definitely didn't throw thirty touchdowns, but he definitely was trying to. You know what I mean? I don't think he's trying to anymore. He just wants to make the best play at all times. I feel like that's the type of quarterback Derek Carr is. Yeah, I, I don't think Las Vegas deserves Derek. Uh people funny. can take that in a couple different ways. So what do you mean by that? Like as in like we think that I just think for someone who's been through like five different head coaches, um, he has been through a lot of shit. But like I've stated before, other quarterbacks have performed with less around them, especially with a lot shittier old lines. Russ be running for his life, bro, for like his whole career, throwing over thirty touchdowns. It is, but he's still going up. Well, he's hurt, but yeah. well, before he got hurt, he was still he was going balling up. before he got hurt. That's what, that, that's what I meant to say. Like he was balling before he got hurt. Like I'm talking. Uh, he was probably on pace to get 30 touchdowns again, but he was yeah, getting he was, he was beat a the fuck up. He was a fucking threat. Yeah. God damn it, Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? So that's, I'm not you trying to You get the fuck out of Seattle, hate, man. Um, you need to get Derek out. Carr I'm sorry. The, I know, I know we're talking about the Rams and Von Go ahead, Miller. go ahead. Go get ahead, the fuck out of that. Seattle, man. They don't care about you. They don't take care they of the old line. They don't. They don't give a fuck. Sorry. You think it's an Aaron Rodgers situation in a way? I think it's a Pete Carroll situation. What, what you don't think Pete Carroll got love for Russell Wilson? I, I think he's got some type of love for him. He I think sacri- he got major love. They he won a fucking Super Bowl sacrificed together. a ring for him. That was for Vegas. Ah, <laughs> see, I'm talking about Benny because <laughs> it had to be fucking. But ain't no way you don't run the ball. Ain't Anyways. no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to get that off my chest, you know. Yeah, most definitely. But I mean, I think that would be a natural end to segment two. Bat bat. And we are out. Welcome to segment three. Oh, man, it is me and your boy, Samaj. We're off the Bel Air and Gentleman Jack. Yes, and sir. we're about to go into some over-under reactions. Let's get it, man. Let's start with the overs. I know we just talked about this, but the Bengals are pretenders. I feel like we've touched on this a couple times because this team is so wishy-washy and like up and down. They're looking really good. Like I said, they almost beat the Packers in the past, but... I don't want to say they're pretenders. I just feel like they're a young team that's getting it together. I don't want to say they're complete contenders. I don't expect them to win the fucking Super Bowl this year. They but did not they, know. They're in a position where yeah. they could possibly win or not win the Super Bowl, win the, the division or have a high enough record to sneak into the playoffs with the extra slot. Honestly, how could they have possibly known that big dick Mike White oh my God. lived in New York? I'm dead. No one did, though. That's some real shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. That shit was nuts. That was an anomaly. It was like it was an anomaly. 
Man. No one saw this coming. Some people won a lot of money, I'm sure. I was about to, bro, that was literally what I was about to say. I was like, some Jets fan won some fucking money, bro. We're going to uh, beat the Bengals, man. Because they definitely covered the shit. spread. Yeah, they did more than that, bro. Shit was nuts. That shit was crazy. Bengals, we'll see you next week. I, I feel like this is a team you have to kind of check in week by week. But how do you feel, contenders or pretenders? I don't, I'm not going to call them pretenders just yet. Okay. Yeah, they're still contenders to me after this. This is an anomaly. All right. I'm on to the next one. For real. Uh, the Saints are a contender. This is an overreaction. An overreaction? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because I don't feel like they are. Especially with the recent events of Jameis Winston's knee. Yeah, they're just uh, they're a pretty solid team. You know what I mean? They played really well even without Jameis Winston. He's out for the year now, though. So they have to keep it up now. But Still I would Sean say, Payton. like, even with that being the case, I don't feel like this is their Super Bowl year either. So maybe... Sneaking to the playoffs is the best case situation right now. They're not a team you necessarily want to face, though, but you definitely aren't afraid to play them when it when it really counts. You know what I mean? You could definitely plan to beat them. You still have the other guy, um, uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Yeah, you still have Taysom Hill. But they played somebody else though, right? <laughs> right. I think you shut it down, man. I think you keep Alvin Kamara safe. Uh, you think you shut it down? They don't they have a winning record right now though. Yeah, but, like, who are you going to start, bud? I mean, uh, they can rotate. You know who they should look at? They should look at Cam Newton. Huh, interesting. That's they a should, that's a really nice take right there. They should really start looking at Cam Newton. That's an interesting take. He can come in. You already know he's in shape. I mean, that's an interesting take because he didn't, I mean, the Saints team's obviously uh, more talented than that Patriots roster, but, I mean, honestly, that might be a little bit of a stretch because the Patriots roster had a pretty nice defense, right? I'm a lot of people you, sat out the COVID year, though. but So maybe I could say, like, technically this uh, Saints roster would be Sean more talented. Payton but uh, has kind of, like, gained this exit. reputation as a, as a coach that can work with, like, quarterbacks that have some flaws. I mean, that sounds interesting. I mean, Drew Brees was handicapped for a while, in a way, like, no deep ball. You know what I mean? He couldn't throw any pass over 40 yards. And Sean Payton worked with him. Yeah. And made it work. They won a Super Bowl. And then you get Teddy Bridgewater, who was a journeyman, and he made it work. True. And you had Jameis Winston come in. No, that's some good points. And made it work. So why not get Cam <laughs> Newton in there and make it work? Jameis Winston in the mic from the other side. Oh, man. But um, honestly, that's, that's a really good point. So what I would say to that is the Saints might be the best situation to make Cam work, but I don't um, see them... Passing the first round, at least get him in for a fucking workout, man. Like, no, that that makes sense. That makes sense. It's actually a good take. I'm glad you said that. For real, but, uh, uh, let's keep it moving. On. This one's gonna hurt my heart a little bit. Overreaction that the Raiders are AFC West favorites. When it comes to this, there's two ways I say you look at this. So the Chiefs, they did win today, so they didn't lose. Because if they lost, this might have a little bit more truth to it. Because the Chargers, at the moment, seem like they're somewhat collapsing. I don't know what's going on there. I still look at them as a very talented roster. They played their best football when they played us. So I saw how good that team can be. I was very uh, intrigued by the game today. But um, the Raiders have a chance to win the West for sure. Just because they're already 5-2 and two out of 7 games, okay. which is pretty dope. Just to add some context to this. They have the Giants, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Cowboys, um, the Washington Emails, the Chiefs, <laughs> the Browns, the Broncos, the Colts, and the Chargers. Okay, so with the Raiders, you literally never know. So it's, it's so fucking crazy because they could literally 
they're going to win a lot of those games that we think they're going to lose, and they're going to lose all the games that we think they're going to win. So they That's usually the how Giants. it goes. But I do see a possibility, like for a explosion Chiefs. or implosion. But yeah, they're like there's definitely a possibility for implosion. So I feel there's a bubble right now. I feel the team has like galvanized themselves. It's a solid core, right? But I feel like the bubble is in constant threat of being popped. I mean, the way I look at it is the Raiders still do have a good chance to win the West because the Chiefs, if they keep losing or if they can't catch up, if they dig too big of a hole, it's just the Raiders and the Chargers. And it looks like the Chargers are somewhat digging for uh, digging a hole for themselves right now. So they would still, like, by the numbers, like, they'd have a pretty good chance of um, being able to come out of the West. But it all depends on if the implosion happens or not. So As a hardened Raider fan who has seen... This exact situation almost play out before. But this is the thing. Um, I think this team is a lot better than last year's team. So that's why. But I still see, since we've technically somewhat imploded with the John Gruden situation, like with the Bears game, that was an implosion right there. So I've seen this particular team already implode, not too dramatically because it only lasted like one week. Because the Chargers lost, I don't take that as an implosion. That was a, the Chargers played some really good fucking football that week. But that Bears game was fucking humiliating. So ugly. Yeah. I think the Eagles are better than the Bears, and the Raiders dominated the Eagles, and I feel like that's what should have happened against the Bears. But that is what it is. Um, I say that the Raiders, the Chargers should be considered the favorites in the West right now. I, I think so. But, like, as in, like, but I say that as in, like, I feel like that's how the majority of the people feel. Because you know that the ESPN and all that will always, like, you know, find a reason for the Raiders not to possibly win the West. Right now, I don't think there is a favorite for the West. I think every team has question marks. There's three teams that have a chance. The Broncos are done. They Broncos traded. are the, a wrap. Yeah, it's a Broncos wrap. are a wrap. So it's three teams right now. Um, because it, you never know if the Chiefs are going to come back. The Raiders have already won too many games to be considered, like, you know what I mean? Not having a chance. And the Chargers looked extremely good at times. Extremely good, though. In this division. Um, so I can't call them. I, I, I don't want. They're my fucking yeah. But like, you can't call them favorites just yet. That's the thing that people are gonna favor the church. You gotta earn that shit. And like, we've been here before. I mean, honestly, they kind of have earned it this year. Besides the Bears game, they beat the Ravens. They beat the Steelers, which are like games that were like you know what I mean. They really had a fight. You know, what I mean? especially the Ravens game. They really fought that fucking game. Ravens Listen, get better team. than six and three before you implode, and then we'll talk. Yeah, we'll see what's up. Let's keep it moving. Let's go to underreactions. Browns, their offense, it's broken. I mean, honestly, I don't know if that's a um uh, I don't I don't see it. I definitely don't see it as an overreaction. So it might not be an underreaction, man, because or it is an underreaction because their offense does look broken, right? Baker, I mean uh, It doesn't it doesn't look great, you know what I mean? I understand they have a lot of injuries though. They do, but it doesn't look good right now and you're not gonna win the Super Bowl playing like that. The defense, but honestly, I don't even want to just talk about the offense because the defense is looking broken. They have a lot of talent on that defense, and they have allowed way too many points. I don't even want to look at what's their like point for and point now, against. They've now opened the door for Pittsburgh. Somewhat, yeah, definitely. I mean, like it used to be like I feel like they opened the door for the Bengals. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like they opened the door for the Bengals. But it all depends how they play, you know what I mean? Because last time the Raiders played the Bengals, it was a very close game, and this Bengals team has gotten a lot better, so that's going to be a very interesting game I'm excited to see. And I feel like that's going to determine more of what direction that division goes because if the Bengals can beat the Raiders, that's a statement win there, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That would be a statement win, another one, and that would project them in a positive way for going towards their division because I don't know how the Steelers are going to fare. 
Yeah. They're, um, they're, it, the Steelers are way too hard to call. They look great one week and then look completely terrible for like the next three. Odell hasn't been doing shit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not even just his fault, though. Like, they're not giving him the ball. Honestly, I don't see any receiver on the Browns going crazy recently. Yeah, sorry, buds. Landry, I don't think it's going to work. This might be, uh, yeah, this might be facts. Um, they'll be fun to use on Madden. How about this one? Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is on the hot seat. I mean, it sucks that he literally just took this team to the playoff last year, and then now all of a sudden he's on the hot seat. But this Dolphins team is definitely completely underperforming. So at the NFL is a business where it's cutthroat. You know, I mean, it's a cutthroat business. So it's like you're not performing. I think this guy will. You're gone. Could have had Herbert. So is that did he? I mean, I don't know who drafts for the Dolphins. I don't know if he picked uh, two of by himself. Call or that was if the he did. Call. Was if like he did, all right, pick. all right. If he did, for sure he's on the hot seat. But if he didn't, then I, I feel so like it's one year now. premature. Like you're married. I feel like it's game. one year premature. But it, but if he did, then yeah, he would probably. Do you on think the hot that's seat. a trend for head coaches now? Where like if once you take control and it's like your regime and you draft your guy, you're married to that guy. I mean, that sounds about right. Right. Sounds about right. Whoever drafted Jenny Jones will be the guy known as he drafted Jenny Jones. So we'll see how his career pans out. Those Gettleman. Uh, you know what I mean? Same shit about the Niners with Trey Lance. If he works out, the guy who drafted him is going to look amazing. If he doesn't, he's going to look terrible. You know what I mean? We'll be like, we traded all that for this. But there's so much time in Trey Lance's career we're going to have to see. And I, f- I see a lot of potential in that guy personally. So That being said, Brian Flores, unfortunately, I do think is on the hot seat. Okay. I like how you said unfortunately because I feel that. I don't. Yeah, a lot of it. I don't think it's his fault. I think a lot of skill went into like coaching that team. It's de- they've definitely played a lot better than their billing would lead you to believe. Tragic their quarterback situation is what it is at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting. Let's keep it moving. The Titans, they're a fucking rap. So I mean, we talked about this a little bit off air, and I feel like so in their division, it's the Colts. The Texans, so that's two teams that you don't really have to worry about. The other team is the Jags, right? Yeah. So, honestly, they kind of have a clear path to the playoffs. They have a clear path to the playoffs. Unless the Colts just make a complete turnaround, which, honestly, they might have a chance. Carson Wentz. Your boy Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? Uh, I believe they lost last week, but uh, the Titans... (laughs) The Titans have a clear path to the playoffs, even without Derrick Henry. I don't know. I mean, they just brought in AP. Who knows, man? Listen, Maybe no he has something in the tank. They're not going to get to the playoffs. Well, I don't know, that man. You're telling me they're said, done. You tell me they're done. You're not making. They the playoffs are probably going to get bounced in the first round. But I agree with that. But they said, but only on this condition because they said that Derrick Henry has a chance to come back after ten weeks. So then he'd come back around the time of playoffs. So let's say he is there in the playoffs. Hey, listen, Derrick. Healthy, but if you're not ready, don't come back. Yeah, fuck I feel em. that. Fuck them. That's Tennessee. Fuck them. They don't care about. Fuck them. Would rather have you for the long run. For real. You know, don't let these fuckers play you. You'll get a better quarterback eventually. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, fuck Ryan Tannehill. Um, I'm not saying all that. I like that guy. <laughs> but I was just talking shit. Sorry, bud. But uh, I know how that's how you feel. <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, I feel like the Titans can definitely still make the playoffs. So I don't think it's a complete wrap. They have a talented defense. Not terrible for sure. I feel like they definitely will make the playoffs and. Get bounced in the first round. If Derrick Henry is not healthy by that time. That being yeah. said, man, it's been a hell of an episode. It's been a very interesting episode, and I feel like we're going to continue on and have more fun as we continue to do this. <laughs> continue oh, and continue. Uh, I want to give a huge shout-out to Solid Bites Media for helping us out, putting us on, letting us do the nasty on the video and the audio. 
I want to thank Samaj Melson for joining me on this journey here and Sleepy James for uh, being Sleepy James. Sleepy James. This guy's knocked out. You hear any snoring on this podcast? It's your boy. <laughs> Sleepy James. That being said, uh, this has been Stay Low. Remember to keep those feet low and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> keep the feet pumping, my guy. Keep drinking, Gentleman Jack. And we are out.